You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey, it is great to have you here on Listen Up. Grant Napier with you. I hope you had a fabulous uh, Thanksgiving. It's been a week since uh, we talked. I did my last show a, a week ago, as I hope you enjoyed uh, the holiday like I did. And it is time to get back to work. And, boy, so many things have happened since I have done this show uh, last week. Of course, it was uh, the day after Sacramento had fired Luke Walton and Alvin Gentry uh, took over the controls and – you know, it's been a mixed bag with uh, the Kings, you know, looking awful against Philadelphia, uh, winning against Portland, and then a three-overtime thriller against the Lakers. Then they get blown out last night in Memphis, and that's pretty much what I expect. You know, I, I think when you have a coaching change, I think you get a little spark, a little oomph uh, for a while, but I mean, your roster uh, is your roster. Then, of course, we get the Thanksgiving, and uh, the Raiders get themselves right back in the mix of things. And, you know, the Cowboys are finding that life without Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb is not all that good. You know, they lose to the Chiefs uh, in Kansas City. And then, you know, the Raiders, they went in there, and I got to give them a credit. I did not think that Vegas could go in there, or they could, but I didn't think they would go in there and beat Dallas. And that was an impressive win. And now, even though that division has Kansas City at 7-4, and four, you know, the Chargers, the Broncos, and the Raiders are all with five losses. So, you know, when you look at the playoff right now, in the AFC, with that win, the Raiders have themselves right back in the mix. You look at Baltimore, they were not impressive at all last night. The team that, to me, is the most impressive in the AFC right now is New England. I mean, what they're doing is unbelievable. They are really, really playing well, and uh, they are now 8-4 and four, uh, on the season. You've got Tennessee, Kansas City, uh, Cincinnati's got seven wins. They just destroyed the Steelers yesterday. 7-4 and four for Cincy, Buffalo 7-4, and four. Uh, the Chargers Again, with five losses, the Raiders with five losses, Denver with five losses, all those teams with identical uh, six and five records. So this is getting very interesting. You know, they say the NFL season doesn't really get going until Thanksgiving. Well, guess what? Thanksgiving is in our rear rear view mirror and the NFL season is underway. Now, when you look at the NFC, pretty amazing that Just three weeks ago, after the 49ers got embarrassed at home by the Arizona Cardinals with a backup quarterback and no DeAndre Hopkins, and I was in this mix, I said, that's it. 
you know, say goodbye to the 49ers. And now, since that game, they've gotten themselves back up off the mat. They've won three games, and they're 6-5. and five. Think about that. They're 6-5. and five. You know, Arizona is 9-2. and two. Green Bay, 9-3. and three. Tampa, 8-3. Dallas, 7-4. and four. The Rams, who look terrible, at 7-4. and four. And San Francisco now at 6-5. and five. And they're a playoff team right now. That did not look that way a couple of weeks ago <laughs> when they were at home and the Cardinals came in there and spanked them. It's amazing how quickly things can change uh, in the National Football League. All right, you know the routine. If you want to get on, hit that hand icon. Raise your hand. Hit that hand icon. I'll put you up on stage with me, uh, and we can have some fun uh, doing this. Now, when you look at the schedule this coming week in the National Football League, what is very interesting, all right, now you get to December, and you start having a lot of divisional games. So when you look at, for instance, the AFC East, you've got New England and you've got Buffalo on Monday Night Football, all right, in Buffalo. Then they play two more weeks from now. So you have an AFC East showdown with Mac Jones and the red-hot sizzling Patriots up in Buffalo. All right, we talk about divisional matchups. Thursday, you've got Dallas at New Orleans. Dallas is having a big COVID problem right now. Mike Holmgren, the head coach, has tested positive. Uh, He won't be on the field Thursday, and there are some others uh, as well. Uh, You've got Tampa Bay at Atlanta. Arizona travels to Chicago. This is a very interesting game, the shaping up in Cincinnati with the Chargers and the Bengals. Minnesota travels to Detroit. The Giants are in Miami. Philly is at the Jets. Indianapolis at Houston, Washington on the road at Vegas, Jacksonville at the Rams, Baltimore at Pittsburgh, San Francisco at Seattle, Denver at Kansas City. So again, you're getting some very interesting divisional matchups. San Francisco, Seattle, although Seattle, you know, to me, that I don't know which team shows up. Denver at Kansas City. You know, we talked about New England at Buffalo. You know, Tampa's not looked real good lately, but they they won a game against the Colts. They're at Atlanta. You know, Atlanta's up and down. You can never trust Atlanta. So that is your schedule coming up in the National Football League. Some very interesting games. Again, Dallas at New Orleans. You know, with the Cowboys, should be getting their guys back. And, I mean, how different do they look without Cooper and Lamb on the field, right? They look terrible. Absolutely terrible. Then you have the fracas, uh, Tristan Hill, the uh, defensive tackle for the Cowboys, has been suspended two games without pay because after the game he went up and punched John Simpson of the Raiders. How freaking stupid can you be? Seriously. Like, how stupid can you be? It's unbelievable to me. Unfreaking believable by the way, as of this afternoon, eight members of the Cowboys had tested positive for COVID. And, you know, that number could go up. So Dan Quinn's going to be the head coach on Thursday when the Cowboys go into uh, New Orleans. 
And who the hell knows what is going to be going on as it relates to sports. Forget about life for a minute because I'm talking about sports here. You know, the National Hockey League, once again, has had to postpone two games, both involving the New York Islanders. So, because of COVID, now you have this new variant that although currently is not a threat to this country, but that could change tomorrow. It could change the next day. I mean, you know how fast these things happen, right? All it takes is somebody, you know, to get off an airplane in New York or Chicago or Los Angeles or any other major metropolitan area, all right? And then what does not appear to be a problem with the Omicron variant becomes a problem. That's how quickly it can happen. So, yeah, when you when I'm seeing games that are being called off, postponed, like in the National Hockey League, and then you got eight members of the Cowboys organization, and it's Monday, that could grow. And I, you just wonder, you know, what is on the horizon here? You just have to wonder. Yeah, it's a part of our lives. Yes, we have to deal with it. But how's it going to impact, you know, how's it going to impact the playoffs come January and February, you know, in the National Football League? I know people saying, well, you know, there are a lot more important things than how it affects sports. But I'm talking sports here. That's what I do. All right. So, yeah, I think it's going to have an impact. You know, I really do. Imagine if Aaron Rodgers had come down with COVID in the middle of the playoffs. You think Green Bay's winning a game? I don't think so. You know, I don't think so at all. So these things are, uh, these variables this year, and it was like last year, but now the variables, how is it going to affect the upcoming uh, football playoffs? So if you want to talk about that, we can do so. All right, college football over the weekend. Jim Harbaugh finally gets his signature win as they beat Ohio State, and they beat them up. They beat up Ohio State. And so Ohio State is out of the national championship picture with two losses. Now, here's the interesting part as you look at the college football landscape. Alabama plays Georgia in the SEC championship game. If Georgia beats Alabama, and I think they will, Alabama's got two losses. Are they out of the national championship? Would Oklahoma State get in there? Would Notre Dame get in there? Currently 11-1 for Oklahoma State, 11-1 for Notre Dame. Alabama's not looked good. They they were very lucky to beat a bad Auburn team without Bo Nix. You know, they, they, they have not really looked good. They barely beat a bad LSU team at home. They have to, in my opinion, they've got to beat Georgia. And I don't think they can beat Georgia. Well, I mean, they can beat them. I don't think they will beat Georgia. I think Georgia is a, is a much better team this year. I am not impressed with Alabama when I watch them. I'm not impressed with them. And I'm really not impressed with their defense. I, I just, I'm not impressed with their physicality. I'm not impressed with how they tackle. I'm not impressed with their back end. I, I just, I know they're Alabama, and I should, should never sell them short, but I'm not impressed with them. 
Meanwhile, tomorrow night, when the college football show will let us know who the top four teams are, Georgia's obviously going to be number one. Will Michigan or Cincinnati vault up to number two? And will Alabama, with, and I'll call it this, a bad win, if there is such a thing. I know Nick Saban would yell at me, but I think that was a bad win. Will they fall to number four? I mean, it really won't matter where Alabama is at all in this. It doesn't matter whether they're two, whether they're three, whether they're four. It really makes no difference. The reason why it makes no difference is if they don't beat Georgia in Atlanta, they're not going to be a top four team, in my opinion. Now, you might say, well, what would happen if they lost in five overtimes? Could I see the committee putting them in because they're Alabama? Yes, I could. But I don't think they're going to be in that game. I really don't. I don't see it happening. Now, you've got Michigan. you got the Big Ten title game coming up against Iowa. So, you know, if Michigan wins against Iowa, they're going to be in the college football playoff. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. If Alabama loses to Georgia and Oklahoma State wins, they're going to be in. Could I see the committee taking Notre Dame? Maybe. But you can't take Notre Dame over Cincinnati. Cincinnati's undefeated, and they beat Notre Dame at South Bend. So there's no way in the world that Notre Dame can be ahead of Cincinnati. Not, not a chance. So if you want to talk some college football, we'll do that as well. Hit that hand icon, raise your hand, and we'll get you right on. If you want to talk NBA, if you want to talk NFL, college football, and man, oh man, have you seen what's going on in Major League Baseball? Oh, wow. Have you seen the money that has been handed out today? Big time dough. How about Rangers? That's right. The freaking Texas Rangers. How about the money that they're spending? I mean, unfreaking believable. Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon, they are going big time. Big time dough. Big time. Now, hopefully, we'll have a baseball season with the labor situation, which, what's new, right? What's new? But think about Corey Seager, $325 million deal. How about that? 10 years, $325 million deal. How about the Mets? Max Scherzer. All right. Three years, $130 million. Not bad, right? Good dough if you can get it. A lot of big-time money being out there in Major League Baseball. So if you want to talk about that as well, just hit your hand icon. Raise your hand. We'll get you right on if you want to talk about the NBA. How about the Phoenix Suns? Wow. The Phoenix Suns have just, I mean, they don't lose. 16 wins in a row for the Suns at 17-3. and three. Think about that. 16 wins in a row, 17-3. and three. 
Golden State, 18-2. and two. They've won seven in a row. Let me look at the schedule here. When do the Suns and the Warriors play? Right? Tell me that won't be a game to watch. Let me see when those games are coming up. I should have looked at that before I came on today on Listen Up. I didn't even think about that. Who wouldn't want to see that game? Oh, here, here we are. It's coming up tomorrow. I didn't even realize that. Golden State at Phoenix tomorrow. And then they're back in San Francisco on Friday. Next two games, Tuesday and Friday for the Warriors, the home, a home and home with the Suns. Got to love that. Those are going to be some big-time games, huh? Those are going to be some big-time games. Who's playing better than those two teams? Nobody. Nobody. Now, the Suns do have a game Thursday night at home against Detroit. So it is a back-to-back. But tomorrow night, no back-to-back. There's some interesting games tonight in the association. When you look at the Denver Nuggets, they got major injuries. Michael Porter Jr. now out for the year with back surgery. That's what another reason why Sacramento did not take him, among other teams. Denver starts a mammoth road trip tonight in Miami. Orlando at Philly, Charlotte at Chicago. Thunder at the Rockets. Indiana plays in Minnesota. Dallas hosts Cleveland. Washington at San Antonio. Portland and Utah. And the Pelicans are in L.A. to take on the Clippers. Now, I mentioned Denver, right? The Nuggets are under 500 at 9 and 10. They are not playing well. They are not playing well at all. They got all kinds of injury issues. Here are your last six games for Denver. All losses. At Dallas, home Philadelphia, home Chicago, at Phoenix, at Portland, home Milwaukee. Murderers Row right there. Now they go on a road trip. You ready for this? At Miami tonight, at Orlando, at the Knicks, at the Bulls, at the Pelicans, two games at San Antonio, the 9th and the 11th. They could be completely buried by the time they come off this road trip. Probably not going to win tonight. Should beat Orlando Wednesday. Toss up at the Garden, probably won't beat Chicago, should beat New Orleans, should beat San Antonio at least one of those games. Then they come home and take on Washington, who is very good this year, and then Minnesota. Speaking of Minnesota, and I'm talking about the Timberwolves here, looks like they have found themselves, huh? Looks like Minnesota, they're 500 now with 10 and 10, and they're Tied with Portland. Portland and Minnesota, 7th and 8th, respectively. Memphis, ninth, but they're all, they all have the same record uh, at 10 and 10. Sacramento now, 8 and 13. 8 and 13. They've lost 7 of their last 10. And once again, it's their defense. See, they're giving up 113.1 points per game. Only the Lakers, all right, the Grizzlies, are giving up more points than the Kings and the Rockets by one-tenth. Hard to win in the NBA, giving up that many points night in, night out. Now, when you look at the Kings, they got the Lakers 
Then they have a home-and-home home with the Clippers. And you look at the Lakers, who are a mess right now. They barely beat Detroit last night. So they got the Lakers at home tomorrow, at the Clippers Wednesday, home Clippers Saturday, then Orlando home. Then they go on the road at Charlotte, at Cleveland, at Toronto. Charlotte, Cleveland, a back-to-back. Then they round out the month of December, home Washington, home Memphis, home San Antonio, at Golden State, home Clippers, home Memphis, home Oklahoma City, and two games against Dallas. And then, Happy New Year, Miami comes into town. Brutal. Brutal schedule for the rest of the calendar year. Hey, if you want to get in on the program, hit that hand icon. I want to hear from you. It's a uh, Monday, which means we have a lot of football talk. We're talking NFL. We're talking college. We're talking NBA, MLB free agency. Let me hear from you. Hit that hand icon, and let's do this on a Monday. I'm going to be with you every day this week. we got a full week of shows, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Listen App. Tell your friends. We'll uh, make this into a multiple-hour show here in the not-too-distant future. So we've covered pretty much everything. It's now your turn. And tomorrow night, college football, it's going to be their turn. We'll find out the position of the four teams. I think Michigan's going to jump to number two. You can't tell me Cincinnati's better than Michigan. Sorry, you can't do it. Can't do it. Just can't do it. And as I said, Alabama, to me, looks like a good team, but that's it. I'll be very surprised. I will be very surprised if Alabama beats Georgia. Like, really surprised. I don't see it happening. All right, let's start the day off with a call from Alfred. Hey, Al, how are you? I'm good, Grant. I'm just thinking, I'm thinking about the latest weekend for the NFL. Right now, for me personally, and I'd like to get your feedback, where it looks now, I think the Niners are going to get the the wild card five. Because... I don't think they can catch Arizona because they've lost to them twice on the head-to-head. So I'm thinking Niners get the wild card five. And then uh, the sixth wild card, I'm thinking probably going to be the Vikings. And then then my Rams will barely slip in at the seventh. I'll tell you, the way the Rams look right now, I don't even know if they're going to be in the playoffs. They look lost. Uh, And defensively, they don't look good. Stafford doesn't look good. I mean, I I wouldn't be so sure about the Rams. I know they're seven and four. But I'll tell you, the way they look right now, I, I could see the Rams. They look like they're in a free fall to me. And I understand what you mean about San Francisco, and I could see that. But, boy, and I know you're a Rams fan, but they don't look anything like. I mean, here's the other deal. They should win this week against Jacksonville, okay? So let's just assume that they do. That's eight wins. Then they're at Arizona, okay? Home Seattle, at the Vikings, at the Ravens, home 49ers. They may not make the playoffs. Yeah, I'm looking at at least two wins. I think nine and eight could help them squeeze in. But, but yeah, you're right. It's 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 falling apart, and a lot of it is Stafford just, you know, it, the ball security. I mean, yesterday was the fumbles, the strip yep. sack, you know, and then on the five-yard line. You can't sit, sit Aaron Rodgers up on the five, your own five-yard line. No. I mean, the guy's good enough as it is. He doesn't need any help, you know. But two of their drives were the – the, well, it was a pick six. That's three in a row. 
three games in a row. He shoot for shots record. And, you know, I'm just frustrated, man. Yep. I'm with you. Hey, Al, thanks for the call. I really appreciate it. Uh, you should be frustrated if you're a Rams fan. They look lost right now. I mean, think about their last games. Their last three games, they get manhandled by the Titans at home, 28-16. They get run off the field in San Francisco on Monday Night Football, 31-10. And then they were not competitive yesterday in Green Bay. What's the best recipe for success when you're struggling? Play Jacksonville or Detroit. They got Jacksonville coming up this week. If they lose to Jacksonville this week, I don't think they're going to win a game the rest of the year. Now, I, I can't see them losing to Jacksonville, but if they do, they won't win a game the rest of the year. Terrible. They look awful. They absolutely look dreadful. You know, it's amazing, though, what can happen in the span of one to two weeks. You know, the Raiders look lost, right? Bad loss at New York against the Giants. Came home, get destroyed by Kansas City. And then all of a sudden, big game at Dallas, Thanksgiving afternoon. And, yeah, listen, you know what? They got a little break. No Lamb, no Cooper. But they made the most of it. And now they're right back in the race. They're right back in the race. It's amazing what one or two weeks can do. Same thing with San Francisco. They look down and out. Arizona came in with a backup quarterback, no Hopkins, no Watt. And the Niners weren't even competitive in that game. And I'm thinking, oh, boy, that's it. You know, I actually did a rant on Shanahan. And now since then, look at them. Look how good they look. I mean, you know, we talk about the NFL season starts after Thanksgiving. You're looking for teams that are gaining momentum. That's what I look for when you ta- when the calendar turns December. Who's got momentum? Well, in the AFC, it's clearly New England. Now, they do play Buffalo twice in the next three weeks, but they might be better than Buffalo right now. So I look at that team. They've got momentum. Who else has momentum? Well, Kansas City's got a lot of momentum now. They've won four in a row when they look like they were down and out. How about in the NFC? Who looks good in the NFC? Well, San Francisco. They're the only team with a three-game winning streak. They're getting their game rolling right now. Again, you look for momentum in the month of December. And we're we're gonna we're hitting December starting Thursday, the first game of December, with Dallas at New Orleans. Cowboys are gonna win the division. We know that because they play in the worst division in football. So even if they lose to New Orleans, they're gonna be okay. They won't lose to New Orleans, in my opinion. Saints are in a free fall. They've lost four in a row. I don't see how Dallas does not win that game. If they win that game, they go to eight and four. You know, with Philadelphia losing to the Giants, they got seven losses. Washington's got six losses. They're probably going to lose to Vegas on Sunday. And then the Giants, they are four and seven. With that loss, though, to Dallas, by Dallas on Thanksgiving to the Raiders, it pretty much knocks them out of home field in the playoffs. So if they're going to go the distance, they're going to have to do it on the road. They're probably going to have to go and play at Green Bay or at Tampa or at Arizona. That's the way it's going to look for 
Dallas. And it could be going up to play Arizona if they're the number one seed. Long way to go. Injuries can factor into a lot of things. I mean, I think injuries have factored into Dallas the last two weeks. Now, they have not looked good. Defensively, they have not looked good, which, you know, a little surprising to me. But they're getting some bodies back. We'll see how Dak does uh, in the month of December. So that's your NFL story. Again, Thursday, you've got Dallas at New Orleans. If you want to talk about any of the games that I've gone over, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will get you right on. NBA, as I said, Kings back in action tomorrow against the Lakers. I don't know what to make of the Lakers other than they are just not very good. They are just not very good. You know, the Lakers right now are 500, 11 and 11. Only, and they have not won a divisional game yet. 0-3 in the division. And tomorrow in Sacramento after losing a triple overtime game to the Kings last week. And, you know, like I know, you know, the place is going to be full of Laker fans and they're going to be obnoxious as all hell. And that's just the way it's going to be tomorrow. But 11 and 11 for the Lakers tomorrow in uh, Sacramento. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what Kings team shows up. You don't know what the Kings. You don't know what the Lakers either. All right. So tomorrow we're going to do it again. We'll be back with you at 3 o'clock Pacific. Be back with you each and every day this week right here on Listen App. Uh, get your questions ready. We're going to talk about a lot of baseball tomorrow as well because these signings are freaking out of control. It's amazing. We'll do that. We'll uh, preview some NBA games. And tomorrow night, before I am off, we'll, we won't know the college football. Re- well, we might. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how long I stay on tomorrow. All right, but we'll do that tomorrow. Appreciate it. Make it a great rest of the day. Grant Napier saying so long here. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.